Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Dead Shift presented to you by Cheapest Shot. It's a hospitality podcast all about hospitality. Uh, you've got myself, Stephen Poland, my friend Jack Foster. Hello. And Adam, Bob Marley, Keelgan. Yeah, man. How are we today, lads? We all right? Everyone yeah. good? Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Great. Cheers. You're not hungover? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a small victory. I don't think any of us hungover. Nope. It's only ever happened once before. I did try. Yeah. What have we got on a slate today? I've got a bit of booze. Booze? Bit of booze news? I've got a well, s- like a sentence of booze yeah. news. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'm here. I think, I think we've probably got the same one. Possibly. Does it involve somebody being bought? No. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Like, like slavery? No. Okay. Um, After you, mate. I've got... Well, no, no. We're run, oh. doing a rundown of what's, rundown. what's to oh, come. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. What's to come. Contact page. Yeah. So we've got... We've, have we got our usual segments? I've got, I've got some would you rathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got... It's half quiz, half... Just what is it because it rhymes. Okay, fair. Because yeah. quizzes are really hard now. What is it because it quiz? Yeah, we go. There we go. Sorted. Sick. Uh, and then obviously chocolate. Oh, have you got a mystery question? I have. That's exciting. Got one, oh. yeah. Ooh. And uh, chocolate willies, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit, different day. Mm. Should we jump straight in? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Adam. Uh, Mom, no. What you got? No. 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 Okay. Not doing it until you do the noise. Who's no. There we go. See. Good. Out of practice. Sorry, father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to you having prepared anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Far too <laughs> um, So, yesterday it was confirmed that Be At One has just been bought by Stonegate Pub Group for 50 million, apparently. That really? number might be not be totally accurate, 50 but 50 million for Be At One to gone to Stonegate. So the guys There's a lot of Be At Ones, aren't there? There's over 30. There's about 50. That sounds still over 30, relatively cheap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because that, that's what that would be the concept, the name that it's already existing. It's everything, and uh, rumor has it that they're just going to keep it as is. Yeah. So yeah. they're not going to take it over and just you know knacker it up. They're actually going to leave it as be at one, and be at one will be its own entity just underneath them. under the umbrella. So the same guys that have living like this living room. Um, that's a, a good deal. It's a, yeah. Yeah. A, a cheeky bit. Of a a again, bargain, that. that number might not be totally accurate, but for some reason. I thought I heard 50 million. Yeah, we'll go with 50 okay. as a base mark. Mm, yeah. Unless it's 500 and you're just completely out. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. my booze news, but linking onto that, you heard about Gaucho. Oh, yeah, Gaucho's yeah. completely closed down, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they find out tomorrow for sure. Wednesday was the deadline. So they got they got 10 days from the administrators. Yeah. But I think it was, it was well known that they weren't going to get out of it. Yeah. Because all, all of their board members rejected any deal mm. that would save the company. Uh, but yeah, I think it, if I read correctly, that Gaucho had to pay like a million pound tax bill or something. Um, and Is you, that what it was? The way they dodge in tax? I don't know. I don't think we can say that <laughs> in case you don't know what, if it's true or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I read they had till tomorrow, which... To get it all sorted. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll... By the time this is out, everyone will know and they'll be like, old news, guys. Uh, no, but I, at I the mean, moment, it's happening live. That's sad news, I suppose. It is, yeah. It is sad news. I think it's about uh, 1,500 jobs. Well, down the shitter, which is never good. Anybody need floor staff or kitchen staff? Hire them. There you go. So I mean, this is 
this is going to be like the podcast is going to be a, a, a way after mm-hmm. oh yeah they're not found a job by then who don't deserve one mm. <laughs> <laughs> so an article today uh, that they're like, no Brexit you've heard this Brexit and he briefly uh, Brexit's happening isn't it uh, if no Brexit deal comes about most there'll be a gin shortage in the UK because uh, the amount of there's hundreds of tons of botanicals mm-hmm. uh, juniper that come through Calais every day mm-hmm. and that'll be closed down so apart from the big guys I guess like Bombay and Hendrix that can have a massive warehouse somewhere and uh, storing it everyone else is going to have to stop production but yeah, what, what about the ones that grow stuff locally I reckon they could probably keep going but but yeah. they're, they're in the minority aren't they yeah yeah most most gin companies like import their juniper don't they yeah mm-hmm. I mean it probably, it probably affect a lot of things but obviously gins because it's such a big thing in the UK now everyone's starting to shit themselves but I mean, the country's been on the gin shortage warning for the past four years. But if you can imagine, it just if keeps popping up. <laughs> I mean, the same article keeps getting written by the same people that gin's going to run out, and you know, thousands upon thousands of people start complaining, going, "Oh no, better drink all the gin we can now," because they don't realise how the shortage works. Uh, I, I didn't. That's the first time I've heard. About I've it. heard about that. Yeah. But every it's it comes by every year. It's usually like I think like. Lad Bible and Uni Lad have got onto it as well. They just keep uh, putting out one article a year. Well, if you can imagine if, so if this happens, if it's a gin shortage with Brexit, Donald Trump and his uh, bourbon tariffs. American. Uh, um, Amer- yeah, American for it. All no, American it's, not, it's not just, uh, it's you, not just bourbon. Sorry, I'm, no, because I didn't want to make the noise of, uh, right. <laughs> so uh, it's all American luxury products. It's not just bourbon. So okay. Harley Davidson are looking to move their, um, factories over to the to Europe now, so you can't drink gin, bourbon, or drive a motorcycle. Apparently so. Shit. Well, you, well, I mean, you can drive it; it's not a problem, but you know, you just it's going to cost you a lot. Well, you can yeah. never do that all at the same time, anyway. No, I suppose. So not. any any kind of luxury item that you get from America will have a twenty twenty five percent increase on it. So that's why Harley have gone. Fuck you! We're going to have a garage over here, like a, a HQ. Well, if they, if they if they have theirs in the EU, I mean, at the end of the day, Britain's still fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be cider, isn't it? It's just going to have loads of cider. Loads of Somerset cider, and it's not even going to be the good stuff, you know? It's Wouldn't, just going to be... Do you think we should start shit. having a segment of, uh, like, you know, if Brexit happens, what would we be drinking? <laughs> and then get people from the UK to send us all their products that is just solely UK <laughs> stuff. And it's like, don't worry, guys, it's all right. Here's a British gin. Here is a, which has no other products. That sounds really racist. No, it like, doesn't. We don't, we don't want any other products. Apart. No, no, that's what... Mm. I mean, that's what Farage wants. Mm. That's what Farage wants. We're just being... We're making a plan. We're being, yeah. we're so, being facilitators. No, I'm just thinking, you know, just to put everybody's mind at ease, just in case it does happen, that, you know. Yeah, just British ingredients. Yeah, and just say, like, you know, like you say, in the ciders, let's try out some ciders, let's try out some beers, and just, just to put everybody's mind at rest. Ease. Ease. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just think it might be fun to have people send stuff in, you know, like the apocalypse-style thing of... What have we got left? Yeah. What have we got left? <laughs> yeah. How can we do that? That's something different. Yeah. You know. I don't, don't want to get like too political. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brexit still, is a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's bollocks. You, yeah. Like, you know, without going too political, because this does affect hospitality. Massively. Um, when is it? It's next, next March. Yeah, I think so. Two, 2019. Mm. March 22nd, I think it is. Britain, leave the EU. And at the minute, we're on course for a, a no-deal exit. Yep. Literally just being cut loose and seeing where we float to. I did that on a Lilo once. Yeah. Did it work out well? Well, we didn't see him for two years. Mm. Oh. 
Anyway, uh, what, well, yeah, what are we going on to next? <laughs> <laughs> so, probably a bit out of date, and plus we don't know what's happened recent, with it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Albert Didsbury. Oh, the tippy shit. The tippy shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we probably, just for case of relevance, we probably won't be able to talk about like all the finer details and what's going on in timelines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guys know the basis of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're recently... So, yeah, so you're going to explain it. So, um, one of their servers... We won't say her name. Okay. Just just causes. Can um, we give her a name? Let's call her Janet. Okay. Yeah, so one of their servers, Janet Janetson. Yeah. Do that. Uh, came out to the press and said that Albert's charge you for certain mistakes. I believe it was... For every wrong starter you put through, you had to pay £4. Jesus. For every wrong main meal you put through, you had to pay £8. And then if you didn't if you didn't swap the table that you were serving into your name from like the bar or something, I'm guessing. Yeah. It was a two pound administration charge. So they profited so, off the staff. So if so does that mean technically they would have paid for that meal so they could have taken that meal away with them on a doggy bag? Yeah. I didn't I haven't I haven't looked into that. I don't know if they were doing that. Um no when most big companies they mm-hmm. probably weren't. Do you reckon Janet Jennison could go back and ask for all that food that she paid for? No, well, see, here's the interesting thing. She Ooh. came out to the media about all of this. Uh-huh. By the way, Albert's response was that it was purely a motivational technique. And so they never did it? No, well, they, they did do it. Right, exactly. They admitted to doing it, <laughs> but said that it only amounted to £170 over the year. Mm. Uh, and then came off with some per stuff person, about per it. Site. If, yeah. a, if a server does their job properly, they can come out with thirty-five grand a year. Which, as we all know, is complete fucking bollocks. Yeah. Um, so that was their retort to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, said, oh, it makes our staff better. Like, okay, cool. You do a 16-hour shift and not get one thing wrong. Happening. Didn't they the recently person. try to sue us? Yeah, so that's, that's, that, was the, that was the last bit of news that I heard. Mm-hmm. You know, it probably could have been resolved by now. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're threatening legal action against her for a breach of contract or some bullshit. Shit. Breach of contract. Don't tell anyone that we're taking your yeah, money. pretty much. <laughs> well, that is it. That is it. I think that is... Don't be a grass. Yeah. <laughs> if you put it down snitches the... get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> the short and thin of it is literally in their contracts, they say, do not tell anybody what we do. Oh, get and it. she has, and they've gone, well, here we go. So as well as taking money off all their stuff, they're now trying to get more money off a member of staff Gets for letting people doffed. know that happens. But this isn't the first time something no, like no, this no. has happened. Totally not. No. So the Las Iguanas company, yeah, Ooh. they were known for taking tips off staff. Correct. Um, I'll back that. There's uh, a popular brand of Italian restaurants that have been known to charge their staff mm-hmm. for the privilege of having to serve tables. Wow. So did you hear about this? No, no. So... Um, I can't remember the name of it exactly, or if I'm 100% certain it is these guys. They were taking, basically, say a server had 10 tables a night. Yeah. Uh, this this restaurant mm-hmm. were then slapping, say, the purely made up number, just for podcast reasons, mm-hmm. slapping £10 a table. So you had to earn £100 in tips in yeah. order to pay for those tables. Or it worked on the price of their meal, which is probably what it was, actually. If you had 10 tables. So why, why were they... Why were they paying for the table I don't understand so essentially I think what it came down to was the privilege of being given these tables that's oh the opportunity to make tips the opportunity Shh. to make tips they had to pay for wow no, that's bad 
I've, I've, I've never, I didn't hear about that, but that's, <clears throat> that's horrendous. But yeah, that, I mean, that happened. Mm-hmm. That genuinely did happen. Not sure if it still goes on. Uh, it probably does because mm-hmm. with all of this shit, people just forget about it and then it's all of a sudden the world's rosy again. I mean, I'm, I'm totally not supporting it at all. Like categorically not supporting it, but I know that in Vegas, bartenders will rent stations and then they go and carry on. Do you yep. think that's what they're, that would be their excuse? I'm trying to compare it to Vegas. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that they use actual Vegas, but no, as but in you're renting this might, area. I genuinely yeah. think that might have been something that they used to argue that I can't say for sure. But I think that that was along the basis of it. It was some it was some bullshit like you know the privilege of having the opportunity to earn tips. Because I know that I know that some people, I know some places in America, what they do is they say that you, they charge by the station, or they they rent out by the station, so you could essentially be on point, and they say right the rent on this is a lot of money. Yeah, in places say, like Vegas, that would matter though. Yeah, yeah, if you're totally. On, if you're on point in Vegas, you're making like at least two grand more than the guy down at the bottom. Totally. But yeah. then do you go down the route of anyway? That's a different. Discussion, yeah, I think. yeah. I sorry, think sorry. The tips yeah. and stuff in America is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah but sorry. I reckon we could go, you could go in depth with tips in a, a future podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, it's a bit. It's anyway, all messed sorry. up. Um, should we do? What are we drinking? Um, what are we drinking? <laughs> um, so we're drinking silky Irish whiskey today. So before you go, uh, yes, yeah. I believe this is uh, part of your portfolio. Yeah, that's right, portfolio. VDS UK. Yeah. Uh, silky Irish whiskey from uh, Southwest Donegal. So yeah. actually on the coastline, uh, it is the first new Irish distillery in Donegal for 175 years. So in Donegal, they were actually well known for making Pachin. Yeah. Um, and then obviously now they've started using, oh, sorry, the, when they use Pachin over there as well, most Irish counties will make it with potatoes. These guys made it with uh, barley when they were making their Pachin and they used to put them in the barrels and just leave them in the, the bog for a little while. Not toilets. So yeah, uh, first one in 175 years. Uh, really, really, really smooth. Um, get a bit of the, the saltiness as well because of the sea air that's around it. Um, a little bit of honey notes on the nose. Okay. Have well, a crack. Anyone else feel like we should get another fucking load of spiel in? Yeah, don't tell me what I can taste. <laughs> yeah, it's nice though. Mm. It's, it, yeah. Do you know what? Befits the name. It is silky. Yeah. yeah. It is oh, whiskey. Yeah. Do you know, here you go. Do you know what a silky is? It's like a seal. A little mermaid person? Correct, both. So the silky is a sh- genuinely like a little mermaid seal. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, they were no, they were the shapeshifters. So they were oh, the ones, sirens. Yeah. So it's another term or a Gaelic term for a siren or a mermaid. It's got a mermaid on the side. Well, a silky. The bottle has. Yeah, the bottle. Sorry. Right, yeah. Okay. So in terms of like uh, mermaids, mm-hmm. there was actually uh, <clears throat> oh, what, what, I don't know what the story is. You guys might know this, mm-hmm. but was it the the sailors saw seals on the rocks? Yeah. So the the myth is is that. Uh, seals used to be up on the rocks and when sailors, very, very drunk sailors would come up towards the shorelines they would see this beautiful outline of the image of a, a full-bodied woman uh, and apparently the noise genuinely, the noise of a seal was the sound of singing and because they were so drunk and not had it in so long that they would want to jump off a boat swim onto the shore uh, and sing and dance under the moonlight with a mermaid Have sex with a seal? Yes, much. But I mean, we kn- we know now, and like I know, science has, has gone a long way. But I've been on a boat drunk before, and I've never wanted to have sex with a seal. Never. I've, I mean, and I've, 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 they don't sound that beautiful either. I've never <laughs> been on a boat for as long as sailors would have been. Been on a boat drunk maybe for like half an hour. I suppose so. If you jump off a boat that you've been on for half an hour, <laughs> you kind of deserve to go in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's the story. 
delightful. Also, just in case anybody doesn't know, because to be fair, I don't fully know what Puccini. What is it? I was going to ask that. Like, what's the difference? Is it what's apart from the fact it's unaged? Uh, so Pachin is basically like their version of a moonshine. So it was the excess that was left over from potatoes that they would turn into uh, an alcohol. And it is like essentially, yeah, unaged potato spirit or potato skin spirit. Uh, well, yeah. that's something to, something something to look into. I'm not fully vehicle. clued up on Pachin, but I know that that is what... Well, I know that the Irish people, like the families and stuff. So, you know, like when you have like grappa... And families make their own grappa. Yeah, um, yeah, do you know yeah. that there's... What's, the name of, what's the name of the one that they have in Hungary? Raker. Palenka. Okay. Palenka. Possibly. Yeah, Palenka. I'm, I'm going to go with Palenka. And Palenka is the Hungarian one. And like each family has their own recipe of Palenka yeah, yeah, yeah. and different flavorings. Um, so I believe that the Puccine was the one, was, was the equivalent in Ireland. Yeah. It's just fun to listen to Adam say, Puccine! Puccine! <laughs> Uh, right, cheers for that. I guess we'll try some else of yours a bit later on. Okay, yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Got nice. some other stuff. You seem to have brought a lot with you. Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense that I should bring a portfolio so you can try different types of spirits, Jack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, we, what are we doing now? So I've got a few different would you rather's. Yeah? Like uh, ones that probably weren't decent enough to uh, warrant a full talk about them. Or a discussion, shall we say. Okay. It's only like, it's only like four. I was I'm excited, I'm excited. Yeah. So there's there's no thinking allowed. These oh. are these are one off things. It's not difficult for Adam. Oh no, yeah, of course. Can't change goalposts. Good. Um Okay, so I've got <laughs> I've got four. Right. Uh they don't warrant discussions. There's no can, can we, I do this, can I do this? So we can't ask questions. No, just say which one you would rather do. Yeah. These are like one off events. Okay. Um you have to do one of them. Right. Yeah? So I, I like talking about them. I know you like talking about them, but maybe we can talk about the, the last one. Right. Fine, yeah. fine. Okay. Unless I like, I'm getting stressed out about Would You Rather's. That's my favourite part of podcasts. Well, we'll talk about the last one. but I'll Everybody, it, audience at home, get <laughs> excited when I get pissed <laughs> off as well. Okay, right. Are you, okay? Are you ready? Go yeah, for it. Yeah, first quick fire one. Right. Would you rather, like, if you got given the choice, then and there, one-off situation, drink a beer and shit yourself, or piss yourself and not have a beer? Drink a beer and shit myself. <laughs> I think I'd probably just piss myself. Okie dokie. Would you rather not have sex for two years or not drink anything for one? Not drink anything for one. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather open a bottle of beer with your rectum or a bottle of wine with your penis? That's quite... Oh, there's talent. Uh, wine with your penis. <laughs> <laughs> there's talent. <laughs> oh, God. Wine with my penis. Cause that, wine with your penis? Yeah. Adam. It's much more impressive. No discussion. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Wine with your penis. Mm. Okay. And you might be able to talk about this one. I don't know. Would you rather drink beer that tasted like piss or drink piss that tasted like beer? Is this the last one? Yeah. So we can talk about this one. Slightly. Piss slightly. I don't know if I want to. Uh, <laughs> is the piss alcoholic? No, it's just piss. Right. Oh, so I can drink... Oh, beer that tastes like piss, it gets you pissed. Or yep. piss that tastes like beer that doesn't get you pissed. So well, basically, I mean, it's this doesn't have to be like a forever, lads. This is ho- like, it's you, you a horrible one or the other. Horribly tasting beer. It tastes like piss, or, and it's a one-off. It's a one-off. Oh right, it's just a one-time thing. It's not a life choice. Oh, I'd have a piss that tastes like no, sorry, beer that tastes like piss. Uh, yeah, I'd do the same as a one-off. I think I just drink piss that tastes like beer. You know why? As a one-off. Oh, that, that's one-off. the first time you've ever given an opinion on your oh, own. Would you yeah. rather? So why? It's just a one-off, isn't it? it? Tastes like beer. It's fine. Yeah, yeah but you want to drink piss. Once, if I once, if I would what drink a beer that tastes like piss or drink a like a 
glass of piss that tastes like beer. Yeah, so what? why why would you be doing that? It's taste, isn't it? All about the taste. I've had terrible beers before. I've had terrible beers. And it was beers. a one-off. I've had yeah, ones cool. that taste like piss. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, something fun to tell the grandkids, isn't it? I suppose so. I, ta- um, I tasted piss that tasted like beer. What have you done with your life, you shit? <laughs> <laughs> Santa's not coming to your house. <laughs> right, okay. That was a first. Yeah, no cheers, Steve. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but, but yeah, that was uh, some Wadjurabas. Sick. Quick fire. With my... I've just realised now it was a piss-themed Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> Happy National Piss Day, everyone! <laughs> um, Adam's mystery question! So, if you were to be the pioneer of a particular cocktail era, so something like Tiki, Prohibition, Disco, you know, anything yeah. like that, what would you want to be known as the pioneer of? So, do we get to choose from the ones that have already happened, or...? You can, if you want to be the pioneer of a new one, absolutely fine, but give your reasons why. Oh, okay. Or you can choose one of the past, so, you know, like, if you could... For instance, would you want to be Don the Beachcomber? Okay, so the different eras. You've got Mm. Prohibition, Tiki, Disco. Yeah, Disco disco is, yeah. Um, Modern molecular stuff. Yeah, the molecular stuff. I think that's that's kind of all you've got, because it's full circles, isn't it? Maybe in cocktails, Mm. but, like, with all the stuff being invented... In the past, going like chartreuse and vermouths and, and all that kind of shit. Is that an era? I mean, you've got... Is what about the uh, the Parisian-style stuff when you've got, like, absinthe? Yeah. Like, bohemian the, shit. The, the, mm. Yeah. There's another one. I don't think it's been yet. The one I want. So what's the one what's you, the want, you want, mate? I did, do, say, I did say you yeah, could have yeah. future. Something to do with space. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> We've had this on a previous podcast. Um, I, I just... Yeah, I just like... Space. I just like, like space. It, Jack does like good space. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So you yeah. want to be known as the guy that like, like started moon bars. So you want moon? <laughs> you want moon bars, or do you want to be the guy that the moon? The moon cocktail the distillery scene. in space. Bit of both. Bit of both. You want moon? moon How would bars? like a moon bar work? So like, would you go in it and just be space themed? Because that wouldn't be an era. I don't oh. think it's space themed. It'd just be space and have to build it around what they have. You mean you'd have a bar that could? Oh, like, that it's could on the moon. Move to different areas. Like no, this is this on the moon. It's in the future where we like inhabit the moon and shit and they've got all the scientists there and they're like oh scientists oh we need some like cool little bars over there i get a job go over there uh on on the moon so you're the the space the space consultant for bars yeah oh yeah yeah okay and then we start making drinks up with like moon booze yeah nothing against the old uh eras yeah but yeah i just want to be like a mob they were they were pioneers in their time Mm -hmm. but it's been done it's been done okay and i and i like space (laughs) and i like space (laughs) Stephen. Yes. I do, do you know what? I'm not too sure. Because, uh, yeah, the, the, the Prohibition era, I wouldn't want to be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it did lead into everything. But I'd, I'd want, I'd, you know, oh, I don't know. It's a very tough question. Because as we all know, I don't really like tiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, disco drinks, maybe? Could be the guy that was the pioneer of disco. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be the pioneer of like the modern molecular age. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not my scene. I'm, I guess I'm a part of it. Yeah, we we all are. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what disco? Disco. Yeah, it's not a massive influence on me, but I think out of the the four areas that I presented to myself, <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, I'd I'd be the pioneer of disco. I'd be known for that. Have you got preference, mate? I've actually got one, which is kind of robbed from you, Jack. Um, Go yeah, on. yeah, genuinely. Uh, I would love to be the pioneer of a future thing where you take 
like a, a fusion of different consonants and fusion of different spirits right, you know, okay. or, or you know doing these kind of mixing agave with molasses and mixing yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to be a part of that kind of movement where you're making other spirits essentially I guess it's a load of gateway spirits to yeah. get them onto you're the kind of making stuff. cocktails but a lot earlier on in the process yeah but then is that uh, again playing kind of a devil's mm. advocate here is that a cocktail era or is that because I mean going off that we could just say we're in the gin era well, no, it, it, it ins- from then it inspires stuff and things are, new things have come out from it so for instance being able to come up with the spirit like for instance saying the sake of argument of uh, agave that's been sweetened with molasses yeah mm-hmm. as an idea so using that that would go into the, like reinventing the classics okay so I, I get it yeah. kind of in the same way that shit quality alcohol inspired the prohibition era correct yeah they made all these drinks because they had to hide the taste of it yeah okay, I, I get that I'm on so the- this is like taking the the best elements well what you see is the best elements that could work well together that have worked in separate categories mm-hmm. and come together yeah because we've all the ingredients well most like spirits and ingredients stuff are in a cocktail already mm-hmm. we need to make new ingredients or so go back to the distillation process back to your aging process and just doing different things with that mm-hmm. so you can get a bottle of it wouldn't it wouldn't fall under a whiskey it wouldn't fall under tequila it'd be no. something completely new yeah so you could i think like that'd be quite interesting I, I just think it'd be great to be able to say that you have an agave based scotch yeah spirit uh no good 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 question yeah no that was that was tough i'm a fan so i'm gonna be space space your fusion fusion and i've gone back in time and i'm the pioneer of disco well sounds done, good mate. thank did, you did well for yourself huh uh we got right. a quiz i've got uh yeah all right again okay. quiz right, remember the episode we did with uh, simon davy episode six, episode I think six it was. Yes. yes we had a new round which was, what is it because it rhymes? What is it because it rhymes? Which was inspired by Jack Miller. Yes. So it's it's a mix of quiz and what is it because it rhymes. Okay, cool. Um, I guess we'll go now then, shall we? Yeah, uh, just a, a side note. Uh, this is mainly for Adam. Remember that the dings for the quiz are different than the dings for the what is it because it rhymes. So if you, you know. Yeah. We, yeah, you can just keep the same. Nope. Okay. Nope. Ready? Mm. Yeah, let's go. Uh, do you want pauses? Um, um, I'll go with uh, woo. I'll go with oi. Um, Saint Benedict is credited with writing a rule that led to the creation of what style of drink? Go on. Gin. No. Oi. Go on. <laughs> I'm gonna go with whiskey. No. Uh, do you guys want a clue in a final guess? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, it's a style of beer. Uh, Pilsner. Nope. Oi. Go on. Vice beer. No. No, it's a bit more broader than that. I'll just tell you. It was okay. Trappist beer. Belgian, oh, Belgian uh, beer. Do yeah. you know what? I was properly trying to think monk of what stuff. it was. Monk stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Monk stuff. Yeah, I think it's always that, like, <laughs> the monks that follow his teachings would be part of the community and help things in the community. So they were like, right, cool, we'll just brew beer in our abbeys. <laughs> After they got her consent. <laughs> yeah. What cocktail has a national day in Puerto Rico on the 10th of July? Uh, Go on. Shit! Pina Colada? Yes. Damn it! Oh, I was just behind it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice fine. job. Oh, sorry. Can I get a ding, please? Okay. Ding, ding, ding. The Green Man Pub in New Zealand offers flavoured shots of what animal byproducts? I don't know if it's a byproduct or not. Oi, go on. Oh, ooh. was it me? Actually, Adam finished his buzzer first. That's the death. Oh, I started mine. Yep. Yeah. Go on, Adam. 
I'm going to say sheep bile. No. Penguin urine. Nope. Um, right, it comes from a horse. Oi. Go up. Piss. No. No. Oh. Saliva. No. It's, oh. not, it's not like horse shit, is it? No. I mean, horse's guesses, hair. No. Guesses are up. Go on, Sorry, Jack. It's horse jizz. I don't think that's a byproduct. You have to wank them off to get it. Yeah. I think the byproduct is the shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, the pub offers like apple and like toffee flavor shots of horse jizz. How do you... How do you regain consistency? Do they constantly have to taste it to make sure it tastes the same? Well, they probably it's probably under the same lines of like uh, they'll just feed the horse a certain amount of stuff. I know. I I think they just add coloring or flavoring into it. Oh, the horses aren't bred just to wank <laughs> off into a shot glass. Eat this pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> the customers want lavender. <laughs> to be fair, no, they're not. <laughs> just this horse, a really sore bollocks, is getting force fed whenever it's popular that week. <laughs> Come on, come on, Jack, sorry. Is it one nil to you, Steve? Yeah, still. Good, good. Yep, still. Uh, right, so these are the... the what is it? Because it rhymes. Oh, wow, you did keep that quiz so, short. So, yeah. <laughs> so so what's the concept behind this? So but, uh, our friend Jack Miller came to us. Mm-hmm. He said, I like your quiz, mate, but yep. you can do better. Yep. <laughs> Cheers, Jack. Keep it short. Yep. Um, yeah, so an example he gave was like... Well, this is an example he gave. Example he used. He's like, deer or bear? Mm-hmm. I'd say elk. Is it a big moose? Or is it a bear from Mexico? Bear from Mexico. You said deer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Carry on. Right, so... Ready? Yeah, yeah. Well, Are we, we don't, don't have buzzers don't, on this. Don't, don't need to buzz. Don't we need don't to buzz. need to buzz. We're just going just to go for it. Just a guess each. Yeah, guess okay. each. Oh, cheer, thanks. Uh, tequila or dealer? <laughs> Carriello or Cariello? Lever. Is it a small distillery in uh, Jalisco producing 3,000 bottles a year? Or is it a cartel boss captured in 2009? Can you spell it, please? No. Oh. Carillo Aleva. Yeah, smell that. That fucking go. dealer. I'm going to go with either one. It's dealer. Uh, it was dealer. Hey. Hey. His first name was Vincent. Ding dong. Cool. Um, largest wine collection or longest lasting erection? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 1.5 million. Is that the amount of wine bottles in a cellar stretching 250 kilometers in Moldova or... The amount of seconds an Irish chap had a stiffy for after a mountain biking accident. <laughs> Do you know what Irish chap? I wanted to be the Irish I chap. I wanted to be so the badly. Irish chap. But it's an Irish chap. Yeah, uh, yeah you know what? Because I want it. Uh, it was the wine collection. Uh, what was the, the name of the Irish chap? I don't know his name. But it's real. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had a uh, stiffy for 3 million seconds, which is 35 days. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Adam, Adam is in shock because his lasted 32. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, seconds. the seconds he was hard was double the amount of wine in Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last. What is it? Because it rhymes. Okay. Made in a steeple, or piss from old people. <laughs> Gilpin family whiskey. Does it hold the record in Florida for the spirit produced at the highest uh, elevation? Because it's up 120 meter steeple. Or is it a whiskey made from the piss of elderly diabetics because of their abnormally high sugar content? Oh, no. I mean, I, I, I don't care about losing the quiz, but, but I, I really want that last one. I, I, I'm going elderly diabetic people. I, I really, you know what, well, I really want it to be that one, so I'm going to have to go with the same. Uh, you're right. Gilpin oh, family whiskey, the guy, um, he's, he's like, diabetic. treats, he's diabetic. Do the old people know that there's a whiskey out there like he, this? Yeah, he, no, he, 
they know he's collecting. So they're just, they're just same pissing as, into bottles. Same as the horse. What's going on here? Like? Same, same I think the they use it as like the, the water source rather than just put that into a still. <laughs> it, the guy makes it, I think he is diabetic, and it's like a, a good way of reusing uh, his piss. piss. Uh, so that's 3 1. <laughs> yeah, so this next question's worth everything. Three points. I'm going to say five points. Yeah. Oh, you need to give both of you a ding dong for the last one. Oh, yeah. A collective oh. ding. All right. Ding. And a collective dong. Dong. Thank you. All right. Closest one wins. Oh, uh, shit. I hate this one. Yeah. But you're always so good at them. Uh, discovered in 1867. Uh, there's what is thought to be the oldest bottle of wine. Um, it's currently in a museum in Germany. How old is it? What, so when was it rediscovered? It was rediscovered in 1867. So it's at least that old. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Four digits. 7,500 years old. Okay. 5,231. So Adam wins. Oh, shit, son. It's 1,600. Oh, shit, son. Adam, you win the quiz. Give yourself ding, 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 and a ding, dong, please. Ding, 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 and a ding, dong, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Adam. Thank you. Well done, mate. Very, very One that quiz without knowing a single answer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what I answered previously. <laughs> what are we going on to next, Stephen? Chocolate Wellies, Wonky Factory. Right, I'll go first. Yep. Okay. I, I, I'm not sure there's already in there. In, 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 in some way, shape or form. Go on. Um, so, you remember the World Cup? That was on recently, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, one of the uh, big talking points was VAR. Yep. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. I would like that in bars for when people like complain and say, like, oh, I didn't order that. Or, oh, no, they said something else, blah, blah, blah. You could just stop, do the little symbol where you make a little square rectangle in the air. Everything stops and you have an action replay of the event. So people who complain and are wrong, you know, if they're right, you're like, okay, cool, no worries, you were right, we'll do that. But if the bartender's certain that they did order that certain drink. They can go pause, just everything pauses, watch the VAR, independent adjudicator comes across and they're like, oh, actually, you're wrong, you're a dickhead. Or the customer could do the same. And do like, actually, no, mate, you're wrong there. Little VAR symbol and uh, they're away. So does it mean that you would charge them more if they got it wrong? Oh, I don't think. Because I, I, like, I, I wanted to do this as a, a round thing, like whose round is it anyway? And do it so, like if we were out having drinks. Ah, right, okay. So, so customers could bars, do it. Away from the bar. Away from the bar. So it's like literally as soon as you as soon as you walk in at the bar, it's like right guys, you know who got who's who's round is it anyway? And it's like oh, yeah. it's yours, it's yours, Jack. It's like actually, mate, I got the last one. Whoa. Ah right. Just, sorry, we just did the symbol there. <laughs> Me and Steve <laughs> both did the you symbol at the, the same time. <laughs> so then it, it replays from the previous bar that you were in or the yeah. previous round or whatever, and then it's then then we see it and there's, and there's if, an actual commentary. Yeah, I think if that person's wrong as well, mm-hmm. and it is their round, they've got a uh, round of shots in or a bag of crisps. Shots. All oh, right. Okay. It's more expensive. Yeah. But I mean, getting back to your point of do we charge them more? I don't think people should be financially punished. I think they should, you know, I mean, there's the shame of being told that they're wrong. Yeah. Well, it's more because you can resolve that. So I've got the, uh, probably more examples, but the example would be like, they have asked for three gin and tonics and you give them three and they go, oh no, I only ordered two. Go to the rectangle in the sky. Yeah. And then if they ordered three, they have to pay for three. Mm. If, they, if they ordered two, bartender's like, you know what, mate? I'm sorry, I was wrong. Yep. I've got myself I'll- a cheeky drink. I like it. I like the idea of VAR. And I think it works well with um, people having a bit of ruckus between themselves. Yeah. Like, you know, actual punters. Yeah, it, it doesn't, it, obviously the bar stops and mm-hmm. it's all, 
everyone can get their own VAR, it doesn't affect anybody else, but it's just to kind of sort arguments out. Does it hinder service? Probably less so than an actual argument with the customer would be. Because they'd, they'd be like, I ordered two, you gave me three, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Get the manager over, all that kind of stuff. It's oh, like, so you can just go, you can draw the, the rectangle in front of them and then yeah, leave watch. them watching that and yeah. then go off. And then if they complain like again and say, oh, actually, I was, but you, like, you're 100% certain, you show it to them. And they're like, I only ordered two, even after watching themselves order three. Then the bartender stops and watches it. And do we yeah, take I it? I think there's, there's um, an independent adjudicator. Ooh, even like, more even, jobs in the industry as well. Yeah. Who, who G- just watches Guy in the sky. It makes, like, he's unbiased, just makes a decision. Yeah, yeah. And then. Do we take it one step further and do it like in American football with timeouts? So you're only allowed three? Oh, so like the, the certain amount of challenges? Yeah, so a certain amount of challenges. It's you like, can't it's so, like it's no. Literally, because if you're yeah. half cut, if or somebody's half cut at the bar and they're like, eh, no, don't believe that. It's like, dude, you, you've said that on every round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you get three chances. Yeah, right, that's better. Yeah. But I, I like it. I think it's great. And I like the idea of the you're actually making the the rectangle in the sky in front of them and you leave it in front of them mm-hmm. uh, have you got an Adam I think I do yeah I've got one. Um, so how about if uh, are we saying that chocolate willy serves food as well yeah it can do yeah. right so um, the same as with a drink that if you leave some people will leave and they say oh you're in a round again you know a group of people and you can't you don't want to just neck your drink straight away how about we have something where it's like a doggy bag but it gets <laughs> you turn it into exists. a takeaway it exists no 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 no, no. Wait, wait hear me out hear me out so the idea being is that instead of chinning your drink and moving on to the next bar which obviously we want to keep them in chocolate willies as much as possible mm-hmm. instead of them carrying around the takeaway or the, the little doggy bag with them it's, te- uh, it's it's sent and transported to the house Ah, in, so in top quality condition as well. Top, yeah, yeah, top quality condition, and it's it's still the same temperature as you left it. That'd be all right. So, so it's like a it's like a fancy takeaway so if you wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially like right, okay, guys, you know, all right, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go home, uh, and it's like, well, I've still. Got oh, you, my... you just ordered a burger, mate. Why are you going home? Yeah, that's exactly. gonna go soggy on the travels. Or I've got an old fashioned. You know, I want to yeah. enjoy it. I don't want to chin it. The guy, the bartender's taken so long and so much care into it. I want to be able to send it home. So let's say, right, they go into they go into Chuck Wonky Factory. Yep. Get a cheeseburger. Yep. Then they get a phone call halfway through. It's like, oh, um, the dog's ill. Mm-hmm. Come home. Yep. So you're like, shit, guys, I've got to go. Uh, leave my old-fashioned, leave my cheeseburger. One bite, one sip. It's like, you know, it's a bit of a waste. So they run home. Dog's all right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then just using, like, this one magical... One magical bit from Chocolate Willie just pings it into theirs. Yeah. As it was when they had it in yeah. the building. So it can't be stored. Can't be stored. It just it appears there and then when when you get it. Almost. Maybe you've maybe you've got like a, a magical briefcase at your house, which is Chocolate Willie's property, and they open that and it's like Bosh, food's there. No, okay. I, like, I think I think it would be good rather because if how many times have you made an old fashioned for somebody and you've taken time, care, and effort into it and then they've just gone Bosh and Poof nailed and it back. It. Yeah. When Actually, they should just enjoy it, savor it. I'm not it's saying like, I'm like, not saying you have to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end, they can drink it out whatever they want. Yeah, of course. But I'm I'm saying like you know it'd be if they wanted to, they've never had an old fashioned before. You've taken all that time, and you know all their mates, all their big group is that right? Come on, we've had our beer. Let's go on to the next bar. And they're like, well, I'm really enjoying this. Tell you what, freeze frame, send yeah. it. Uh, and then send it home in the exact like you're saying the exact style that it was. Yeah. As soon as they open their door. 
But they it's can like only do that if they've got a briefcase themselves. Absolutely. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Magical Absolutely. transport briefcase yeah. for food and mm. booze. All right, top. Yeah, grand. Stick uh, it I in. think I've got one. It's not going to be interesting. Oh. So uh, don't, don't. Don't put no. yourself down, Stephen. Yeah, you, well, I mean, this, I could, you do it for me. Yeah. Um, so the ability for customers to take out any allergens from their, their food or their drink that may have accidentally been put. Get get rid of any allergies from chocolate Willies. So would we, we, we have to, we don't have to change the menu. We won't, We don't have to change a thing. Would it change the flavor? That's the thing. It's magic, so no. So wait, Adam. So are you saying rather than that, just in the door, you are immune to all your allergens? I do like that. I mean, mm. that's like saying, mm, does that also work with vegetarians and vegans? So they believe- like Some of them can be allergic to stuff, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, you know, well, I'm- I'm a vegan, so I can't eat cheese or, you know, meats. So what about as well as, you know, other stuff? Yeah. yeah and so so do you go in? I want a cheeseburger. Essentially, I know you can get corn and you can get other vegetarian replacements, but do you just walk in and you just order something off the menu and it's, it instantly knows that you're vegan, so you can still have cheese that tastes like cheese, which it essentially we're talking about cheese. a vegan. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it, but it would just be... Oh, so rather than... Yeah, so stocking you, all the stuff. You, you, you wouldn't be able to change anyone's menu. Like you wouldn't be able to walk into Chocolate Willies and go, "Oh, I'm a vegan. You can't serve like a steak, so you're yeah. gonna serve tofu now." Uh, they they basically yeah. So if they go in and like, "Oh, I'm a vegan," it's like, "Well, this steak is now vegan." There's one menu for all. One yeah, menu for all. It, the menu the menu knows what one you menu can and can't have. All. Yeah, yeah. I know it gets rid of like uh, elastic pants. Any allergies or anything? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's impossible for anyone to have an allergic reaction in Chocolate Willies. Yeah. I guess it's just the chef already knows because obviously we, we can't get rid of um, the chef jobs. Wouldn't ha- chef wouldn't have to know. The chef, oh, yeah, just, so the chef would just make it as usual. So oh, the, okay. The chef's got like all these high quality ingredients or whatever. Magical. Makes, makes everything. Magical. In the best way that he knows how. All good. Comes out. Tastes fantastic. So if you go in, you don't need to change anything. Yeah. You know, you're like, ooh, yeah. They and all look the same. Say if a vegetarian comes in and wants to try it, they try it. It's vegetarian. But mm-hmm. it's not down to the chef to change that. So if you go in drunk and forget that you're allergic to, I don't know. Nuts. Nuts. The, the food knows. The food knows. The food takes away all the things. Yeah, like, I want fish and chips. I've not had it in years. I'm a complete vegetarian now. I used to be pescatarian. I miss fish and chips. I'm going to have fish and chips, tartar sauce, peas, bosh. Without the guilt. Yeah. Without the guilt and the fact that it's not fish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. I think that's a great one. Right, so that's it. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. It's a good chat today, lads. Had a good time. Yep. Yeah, okay. Just me. Thanks to... BDS UK. Thanks to Adam for bringing in his portfolio. Yep. Cheers, guys. Tasty stuff there. Yep. Um, yeah. Give us a like on all of the stuff. Have a listen. Like, share, tell your mates. But yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again shortly. I've been Stephen Poland. I've been Jack Tristan Foster. Hello. And that's been Adam, Bad Mr. Frosty Keeligan. Boom. <laughs> Jack's broken again. <laughs> <laughs>